Welcome to Urban Principle, leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAndersonConsulting.com. And now here's your host, Brett Anderson. And welcome back to another episode, uh, episode 75, season two. And I'm calling this Leadership Changes Everything. Uh, We've talked about similar things, of course, in the past, but uh, leadership is... Uh, the common factor that we are always discussing and also the culture and building a positive culture. And recently, of course, um, there's been some talk and even in our large, one of our larger districts about of doing some cha- program changes and um, some things that are different and making uh, pathway tracks and different things uh, to encourage careers and changing the paths of schools. And it's interesting because uh, we used to also have uh, what's called an equity formula and schools are different and uh, districts often want the buildings to be the same and give equal FTEs and uh, equal uh, resources and the big thing there is schools are never the same though. Uh, Each community is different. Um, Each school has different supports there are different community supports the parent groups are have different supports and levels of support and just the area themselves are different in their tax bases and um, the leadership is the big change and the difference is often the leadership and that's where the right leader can build an organization or make a big difference uh, doesn't matter what resources you have. When I was first principal of a high poverty building, I actually worked hard to push the building in my area. Even though we were almost 90% free and reduced lunch, I worked to get technology into the building. I worked to get a lot of things that our students didn't have. And a lot of the schools in the western area of our district, or we used to call it out west, uh, had more resources. And I said there were there was no reason that they should have something that our students don't have. So uh, they may have had a nicer area, a nicer tax base, and and uh, maybe even a more per pupil cost at that time. But I did everything I could to use my resources well and to bring in technology and to bring in a lot of the resources so that they had uh, the things that I was seeing schools across the city have, uh, more affluent schools. So, and that was something I did. And that's where a leader does make a difference because if you're working hard as a leader, you could be bringing in different resources, bringing in different people, different uh, community partners. And there are so many things that you can do to make or break that uh, building. And all things being even, they never are even. Because even if you give me the same resources, I'm still gonna go above and beyond, I'm an achiever. And I'm going to look for things that are going to make my school a better school and look for things to make it um, more uh, uh, lucrative and more, um, that's not really the right word, but more um, appealing to a lot of the parents and the community that I want to attend. Um, the focus school that I had and started from scratch, we became an advanced ed school and advanced ed accreditation, national accreditation, gave us something that most of the elementaries in the larger district I was in didn't have. 
and it kept us competitive with the surrounding areas and we did extremely well on it and I was able to show that we did extremely well on it and we were certified in that area and we did a lot of things like the Apple Distinguished School and a lot of things that set us above the rest. Did I have to do those things? No, I didn't have to work on doing those things but a lot of those things fit what we were doing as a school and how we were working to be innovative and um, bringing in a lot of extra resources and people. The same thing with the grants, the same things with uh, working in partnerships with other schools, uh, pushing a career focus. Those are all things that we did as a building and went above and beyond that made us stand out. And that's going to be the difference too in buildings. Our, some principals are going to do the bare minimum and they aren't going to do everything they can. And some are going to do above, they're going to go above and beyond. They're going to find resources for their kids, resources for their teachers. They're going to build the teachers up. They're going to build leaders. They're going to mentor. They're going to bring in more programs and more innovation and more things that are going to help them, even if they are on a level level playing field, which makes it so you're never really on a level playing field outside of uh, money and outside of resources. So it's interesting because a lot can change. I love the the old adage you're saying, uh, and I'm not sure who said it, that I would much rather face an army of lions uh, led by a sheep than an army of sheep led by a lion. Um, also talking about the power of, of good, effective leadership. And we saw that through the Wallace studies, which we looked at the Wallace Foundation uh, research on all the significance of an effective principal and the big difference they can make on students and teachers within a building and um, it's about time that's actually been reviewed that's something I've always believed anyway because if you have the right leadership uh, things are going to move and things are going to change and so even with thing, all things equal a leader can change the direction of an organization for sure any initiative initiative or effective program uh, it takes the dedication of a leader to kind of drive that and promote that vision and promote the leader uh, the leader promotes and encourages the vision of the building and works at making it a reality and helps to keep the focus on that vision and promoting and encouraging staff is so important uh, John Gordon I just saw uh, and I you know I'm a John Gordon lover and love the positivity of all his resources and he cranks out the different books, uh, which are great to use for book studies and to use with your staff. And there's a lot of good information in them that you can use. And he said, years ago, I made the decision to celebrate the success of others, not be jealous and focus on my own challenge, our calling and path. It's amazing how my life changed for the better after that. Give it a try. Uh, so excellent, excellent and well said by, by John Gordon, of course. And um, leaders are different. They're so different. And it's hard to get that across that if you uh, encourage and build people, that's going to be a lot different. And it's hard to even give the same training and expect you're going to get the same results because you're not. I mean, everybody's different. Everybody's going to go about things a different way. Everybody has a different style. Uh, there's a different... Um, demeanor to most people and their and that is going to come through and their leadership style is going to come through uh, whether they're a servant leader whether they're a builder 
and whether they're doing the effective things to make that organization grow. Um, something I saw in Leadership First, I don't know if you follow Leadership First, but they always have some excellent information and excellent quotes. Um, leadership First, uh, just I saw this post that said, leadership is solving problems. The day soldiers stop bringing you the problems is the day you have stopped leading them. They have either lost confidence that you can help or concluded you do not care. Either case is a failing of leadership. And that was Colin Powell. And as a leader, of course, I had people bringing me stuff all the time that they wanted to either talk about or problems. Uh, and as Todd Whitaker says, they always bring you their monkeys and you either help them solve, solve those problems or you uh, develop a, a collaborative style with your staff so that you're all solving problems together and getting things done in a positive way. And that's the best way to do it. But I love uh, what Colin Powell says because that is uh, so true as well. And I want to uh, share a little something from John Maxwell again. And, you know, I like John Maxwell's stuff too. And this is from the 20, uh, the 24 Indispensable Qualities of a Leader. And this is uh, two different kinds of leaders. During the second half of the 19th century, two strong men vied for leadership of Great Britain's government, William Gladstone and Benjamin Disraeli. These two politicians were intense rivals. You can detect how they felt about one another based on a comment once made by Disraeli. The difference between a misfortune and a calamity. If Gladstone fell into the Thames River, it would be a misfortune. But if someone dragged him out again, it would be a calamity. Gladstone, leader of the Liberal Party for three decades, is considered by many to personify the best qualities of Victorian England. A career public servant, he was a great orator, a master of finance, and a staunchy moral man. He was made Prime Minister of the United Kingdom four different times, the only person in the nation's history to receive that honor. Under his leadership, Great Britain established a national education system instituted parliamentary reform, and saw the vote given to a significant number of people in the working classes. Benjamin Disraeli, who himself served twice as prime minister, had a different kind of background. In his 30s, he entered politics and built a reputation as a diplomat and social reformer. But his greatest accomplishment was masterminding Great Britain's purchase of shares in the Suez Canal. Although both men accomplished much for Britain, what really separated them as leaders was their approach to people. The difference can be best illustrated by a story told by a young woman who dined with the two rival statesmen on consecutive nights. When asked her impression of them, she said, When I left the dining room after sitting next to Mr. Gladstone, I thought he was the cleverest man in England. But after sitting next to Mr. Disraeli, I thought I was the cleverest woman in England. There's a lesson here about leadership. Leaders can win the confidence, trust, and friendship of people they lead by taking the spotlight off themselves and putting it on others. In fact, this principle works well, or works in all areas of life. And that was adapted from the 24 Indispensable Qualities of a Leader from John Maxwell. So uh, excellent uh, statement from John Maxwell, of course. And what we want to do is continue to be builders I want you to continue to think about your leadership and your leadership style, how you work with people, how you run your organization, and how you build them up, how you encourage them, and continue to have, have a positive environment, continue to create a positive environment, continue to create collaboration, and continue to hold up the skills 
and the talents of the people that work with you. And I'm serious about working with you. And I want to end with a quote tonight. If your actions inspire others to dream, dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. And that was by John Quincy Adams. So keep promoting effective leadership through productive culture changes. And until next time, stay positive. been listening to Urban Principle, leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAnderson Consulting.com.